All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, I'm not allowed to say what number episode this is. Rupe won't let me, but welcome back to another one. And everybody needs a nudge. Uh, I have a guest today that I've known for a long time and has known my family for a long time, Kristen Daly from Success Real Estate. She will come with her own crowd of listeners, so we should double our listeners. Oh, jeez. <laughs> a lot of pressure on her. She's very nervous, everybody, so hopefully she does just fine. She, it took me like a week to convince her to come on, uh, and then I changed the date and the time on her. Sorry. <laughs> She's going to survive? She'll be fine. All right. Um, Not a big deal. I'm just having a graduation party and everything else. When do you, what, what, who's graduating? Nora. Oh, you got to talk into the mic. Oh, sorry. All right, Nora. Nora's graduating? She did. <laughs> she, when's the party? Friday, won't come. Yeah, is that my invite? Because it didn't yep. come in the mail. No, it's, it's been a text. We threw it together last week. Okay, <laughs> all right. So uh, next Friday, this Friday, to, like two, two days? days? In Hanover? In Hanover. Big pool party. Beautiful pool at the house. Yeah. We got a band and everything. Really? Who's the band? You can really throw together a party. Yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> Who's the band? Uh, Doug Voney, the Rippers. He actually works with success. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The Rippers. The Rippers. The official band of Everybody Needs a Nudge. <laughs> the Rippers. <laughs> he's the spot. So uh, he's the spot. So if I come, can you like put me on the like the billing? Like. Yeah. Everybody needs a nudge host. Dan Nigerian yeah. will be there. I'll send you the bill for the party. No, no, you're not oh, sending me the bill. Right. <laughs> um, put you on the t-shirt. Put me, put me on the t-shirt. <laughs> one thing we missed, and, and I'll get into corrections, but one thing we missed from last week, Dan Callista's young son, Luke, who we call the Duke, didn't get a shout out. So a little shout out to Luke the Duke. He's like little Teddy Kennedy of, of the Callista <laughs> family. All the chicks love him. His hair's perfect. He's handsome. He can talk to everybody. He's like three or four or five. I don't know how old he is. Luke the Duke. I call him Teddy. Teddy Kennedy. Um, That's not a skill you can teach. No, and he has it. Yeah. And he has it. Uh, his father's a pretty charismatic guy too. Um, but the Duke, the Duke's gonna kill it in life. He is He's going places. Going places. Doesn't have a care in the world. Um, Baseball team won their first game. Hank's baseball team won their first game on Friday night. Oh, great. Yeah. Huge. 11-year-olds are killing it. Are killing it. Finally going to win. Um, oh, it's their first win? Yes. <laughs> oh, not the first game. Nice. No, 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 no. First win oh. of the year. <laughs> and we told a little story last week about the pitcher that was doing LSD. Explain yourself. Yeah. They, they didn't take LSD to win the game. So the story, there was a story of pitch of 1970 that won. I think I heard that. Yeah. Before. Oh, you listened. Yeah, oh, my God. We have it. listeners. <laughs> Amazing. That's unbelievable. All right. So so now Kristen Daly's favorite segment of the show and Dan Callista's favorite segment of the show, fast becoming the audience's favorite segment. This is Corrections brought to you by the Rippers. <laughs> <laughs> the Rippers, the, the band of choice yeah. for Kristen Daly's. Uh, parties. Uh, so first one, I used the word misremembered. That wasn't a president. That was Roger Clemens. Remember that? He had. Yeah, he he yeah, yeah. Andy Pettit said that he saw R Roger Clemens doing steroids, and and Roger said he must have misremembered. So that's where that comes from. Is that a word? That was the argument back then. I, you know, I think it has since become a word. You know how like um, the dictionary like adds words. I think they added misremembered as a word. There was a big argument whether it was a word or it wasn't a word, and, and I think they landed on it was a word. What, what do you think, Rupia? I'm going to vote it was a word. Yeah. I never used it or heard it before that. Did you? I don't know. Misremembered. I say a lot of wrong words. <laughs> yeah, too. so I don't... <laughs> You know what, I, I actually have a terrible habit of like correcting people, yeah. like in public when yeah. they use the wrong word. Immediately. Yeah. Like I don't even give, like the word, it's barely off their lips. I'm like, nope, wrong word. <laughs> it's so true. Oh my God. And then people get mad at me for doing it because I make them look like they're idiots. But you got to have command of the English language, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and otherwise you sound like an idiot. Yeah. You just don't need a friend there pointing it out to the other people that you're talking to that you are an, actually an idiot. Around, you know, a round table. <laughs> right. And you're correcting the grammar across the table. I wonder why I have no friends. <laughs> it's so obvious when you really break it down. Um, oh, where's my... I have... Remember Abraham Lincoln? We talked about Abraham Lincoln. So I, I found it online and I want to pull it up. Um... All of his failures that he went through, uh, it's amazing. So, are you ready? 
In nineteen in eighteen thirty two, he lost his job. He ran for legislature in thirty two. Law uh, got defeated. Failed in business. He's sweetheart died in nineteen thirty five. He had a nervous breakdown in thirty six. He lost his run for speaker in thirty eight. He lost his run for Congress in forty three. He finally got elected to Congress. Then he lost in forty eight again. He tried to become a land officer. I don't even know what that is, but he didn't get that. He got lost his Senate election in eight in fifty four. He tried to run for vice president in 56. He lost. In 58, he ran for Senate again, and he lost. And then in 1960, he was elected president. Jeez. Right? Talk about you just keep getting up. Oh, he lost his sweetheart? Yeah, that's the one that Rupia hangs oh. on. <laughs> right? Poor, poor bastard's <laughs> professional career is an utter disaster, and all you can think about is the fact that... But how old was he? When he I don't know when he was born. What, can you Google that? So 1932, he lost his job. We don't know what job it was, but I mean, figure he's 30 then, right? I mean, that's a lot of losses. But but Abraham Lincoln kept getting up, everybody. So if there's a message today, everybody keep getting up because Abe the Abe the babe did it. It's 1809. 1809, he was born. February 12th. So he was 40. At the 1809, his sweetheart died when at, in in 1835. So. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking 1935. Like what's that? What's oh the gosh. what's that make him? 35 minus nine makes him 20, 26 years old. Oh, I know. You then he had a nervous now. breakdown. <laughs> then he had a nervous breakdown right after that. He would never get elected now. Too soft? No, just like you kept losing and losing and losing. Eventually, you got to go, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It. I really feel like pretty much anyone could get elected now. Really? Want to go down that road today? No, we're not. Too, we don't talk about politics, no, religion, or sexual preference on this show. Very good. We stay away from that stuff. We're a very light um, when show. Did, when did we go to um, root beer? It was I heard in the beginning it was somebody's name already had the same name as you on something. Yeah. So, so she's Amy. She's Amy Walsh. Yeah. So everybody that's a Walsh is a is Walshy. Walshy. Yeah. But she's A and W. So she's root beer. Oh, hey, that's cute. Yeah, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you remember the A&W root beer place yeah, on... on it uh, it's still there, isn't it? No, Actually, wh- which one? Actually, I have been down that, the one in like Dennis. Or? No, there was one in Marshfield. Oh. Right by yeah. the Dunkin' Donuts. No, that's on. definitely gone. Yeah, gone. <laughs> um, the one in the Cape, I think, might still be there. So root beer. Uh, root beer is wearing her favorite outfit today, by the way. <laughs> so it's funny. It's So we were laughing before the show, but I was actually in my closet today picking out a pair of pants, and I realized two things. One... The podcast is influencing the clothing that I wear. And two, I wear two pairs of pants. Yeah, I was going to say, those are the same pants as the last time I saw you. I wear, I have, all from Lululemon. I have, these are actually for joy. I have, uh, I have 50 pairs of pants. I wear two of them. That's it. I have an entire closet full of clothes. I wear four things. So is that everybody? So that's, that's men and women then? I think it's, well, I would say 75% of my clothes in the closet no longer fit. So, so we're so hoping the, to get back. To so this. they're not even a choice. They're not even a choice. Like you get, there's, <laughs> a whole, there's a whole there's a whole section, right? And they're all in there, like wear me, wear me. Like hey, sorry, buddy, I'm gonna wear the same pants that I wore yesterday and hope nobody notices. <laughs> jeans, I feel like you can do that. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of jeans. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, so to your point, that's your once a week outfit right there, right? Right. I only wear two pairs of pants. I have these and a gray pair. And I remember looking at the video and I wore the gray pants. The last time I'm like, well, I can't wear the same pants because I'm on television now. I'm part of the, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm out there. We're on television. We're on TV. Um, so we talked about, what's the other correction? The other correction is Doc Brown was the name of the guy from Back to the Future. And, uh, and uh, I think those are the only two collect- corrections. Um, that's it for corrections today. Why are we talking about Doc Brown? Because Dan Callista, why were we talking about Doc Brown? Something to do with Dan and his many jobs. And you know what? Never mind. We'll oh, just go back and listen to the other. Yeah, that's right. You can go back because <laughs> that one's sponsored it. by Poor, okay. and this one is sponsored by the Rippers. I love Poor. So everybody says they love Poor. Yeah. Yeah. It's popping up all over the place. Well, he keeps getting, you know, his, he, again, he's a great story. But anyway, he keeps mm-hmm. opening them up. Um, so my last two things, and then we'll get into Kristen Daly, who I've known. Kristen, how long have we known each other? 
We're going to talk about Bunko. We got so much stuff to talk about. It's crazy. I'm an unofficial Nigerian. She um, is an, a, a more of an O'Connell, like married into the family. Yeah. <laughs> on the girl's yeah, side. Yeah, you're on the girl's side. I'm on the girl's side. Um, I don't know exactly when. 2009-ish, right? Eight, yeah, nine. I'm trying to think of when Nora was born. So she was born in 04. So yeah, maybe like somewhere around there. Yeah. So um, I saw two movie clips and I want to give a plugs to my, I think my favorite movies. My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> Danny loves that. Unbelievable Danny. movie. And A Bronx Tale. Oh, yeah, that's good, too. So uh, some, I was talking to a guy that I play golf with, and he was talking about how somebody owes him some money, but he doesn't really like him. So, and I'm like, well, that's The Bronx Tale. Do you remember that scene? There's a scene where the kid, C, is running across the street. He's chasing a kid. He sees a, f- a friend of his that owes him $20. And the and and uh, who played Chad? What's the guy's name? Chad. Chad Palmitter. Chad. Chad Palmitteri. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Something like that. Well, that'll be in the corrections for next week. Yeah. Uh, C has a crazy name. Cologano. Or Colo- yeah. Yeah. Again, corrections. <laughs> um, so C is 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 on the street. He sees this kid get off the bus. So he's getting off the bus, whatever it is, and he the kid owes him twenty dollars, and he starts chasing him. Give me my twenty dollars, and the kid's avoiding him. Oh, my grandmother's sick. I gotta go see my grandmother. I got a place to be, and. Comes over and he's talking to Chad, who plays the gangster, and or Chaz, who plays the gangster, and and Chaz, I'm paraphrasing now, but essentially says, do, do, do you like that kid? And C says, Nah, not really. He says, Well, for twenty dollars, he's out of your life. He'll never talk to you again. You never have to. You never see you again. He'll avoid you for the rest of your life for twenty dollars. He's like, You got off easy. So that's what I told my friend. So that reminded me of the Bronx Tale, which is which is a great movie. Uh, as is my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. They showed me that movie. Uh, at my training when I was in the Middlesex District Attorney's Office as the proper way to do a cross-examination. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When, when uh, who the hell's the actor? Oh, my goodness. Uh, the little guy. Yeah. Who's the actor? Who's the main character? And my cousin Vinny. It's Marissa Tomei. And oh, she's incredible. She won a uh, supporting actress for that uh, yeah. role. Oh, my goodness. Like, anyway, I can't think of his name. He's but another one of the little gangsters. Yeah, he's in all the movies. Yeah. What the hell is his name? I have the worst memory. Not Al Pacino. Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci. Jeez, I should know that. It's terrible. 46 years old. It's already starting to go. I got a lot of things on my mind. I'm trying to run a podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not. It's hard. <laughs> try it someday. Wait, you try to ask everybody. Yeah, celebrity's not for everybody. I mean, I can't even walk down the street anymore. Everybody needs a nudge. Hey, I got, you know? Oh yeah, girls hooting at me from cars. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I have her on the show right there. See that? hysterical yeah (laughs) easy audience like my sister Doris same idea um and 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 uh we're gonna table the z mail my Dan Cliston wanted me to talk about z mail but I'm not ready to do that challenge we'll talk about that next one so so Kristen Daly's been with success real estate for how long oh gosh such hard questions um probably 16 years okay so how long have you been in the real estate uh as a real a real estate agent, got to start as an agent, then you, you become a broker. Probably, I think about almost 18. 18 years. Yeah. So where did it all begin? At when Wareham? Oh, don't start. <laughs> that, um, that's where it all began, right? No, here. In Wareham? No. Well, for me, originally. Yes, yes. that's what I mean. That's yeah, where you grew you up. You want to go all the way back? Yeah, oh, we're going oh, all, we all go, right. listen to me. <laughs> we go all the way back. We want to cover the nudges that led you to get out of Wareham, you know, go to college if you went, then go on to your incredibly lucrative career that allows you to throw ripping parties for graduation. That's what I want to know. That's it in a nutshell. So Wareham. Oh, um. Who lived in Wareham with you? Who was in Wareham? I lived in Wareham with my mom, my brother, my stepfather, my stepsister and brother, and then... That's a lot of people. Didn't go to college. Hold on. What did you do? Hold what? on. What? Slow down. Slow down. Did you play sports in high school? Do I look like I played sports <laughs> in high school? No. I played field hockey for like one or two years. And that was the end it was of it? like a big commitment. So, so <laughs> <laughs> too big of a commitment. It was getting in the way of my partying. I was the, you yeah. don't You don't have the ability to throw incredible graduation parties unless you went to a ton of graduation parties. I had to, uh, I wanted to be the goalie because the goalie only had to run around the track <laughs> once instead of four times. <laughs> with the That's on. the little nudge. How did you become a field <laughs> hockey goalie? 
Laziness. I caught on quick. That was <laughs> yeah. You assess the situation <laughs> as you usually do. You assess the situation and figure out. You know me. I'm a big picture person. Yeah, you are a big picture person. <laughs> no question about that. So so no sports. What do you, what were your interests in in high school? I worked a lot. You did. Yeah. So another worker here. Always a worker. Right. So I'm now just, you're the second. So Dan Callisto was a big worker in high school. What 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 were your jobs? Um, I worked in restaurants when I. <laughs> Wanted to go tanning. I worked at the tanning salon. <laughs> Again, a work a big, big picture, right? That's a big picture play right there. <laughs> that I could go for free. Right. Yep. So you got your tanning for Love free. My tanning for free. Looked incredible for the graduation parties. <laughs> I used to be so tan when I was going to the senior prom. I went to uh, New Bedford to it's, that's closer, and that's where they had all the dresses. Fall River, maybe, maybe it was Fall River. And the woman was taking it in, and she was speaking to me and. I don't know what Spanish, yeah, Spanish Portuguese. Portuguese. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea what you're saying. And my mom's like, you're so dark. She thinks that you're <laughs> Portuguese. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just tan. I don't. I'm, I'm Irish. Yeah. Uh, so I don't understand what you're I'm saying. I'm now one big freckle. Actually, <laughs> you tan. You're not still tanning. No. It's bad for you. So bad. I never even laid in the. Well, after that, I never even laid in the sun until I was like 40. Because of. Because you were worried. These wrinkles, yeah. I know. I, I have those anyway. too. Those are the wrinkles of a wise man, though. Okay. What are, what are they called? Spider spider webs? What are they called? It's something, right? Off your f- crow's, crow's, crow's feet. feet. Yeah, crow's, crow's feet. feet. Mm-hmm. We would have had to bring that to next week, but <laughs> we just did the correction section. Because you're with two females. Right, <laughs> n- right, right. You're right. You just saved me some time. I know. We'll get two some females. in there and lighten them up a little. Uh, you know, I think the Brotox. Brotox, yeah. Brotox. Brotox? That's a thing? Yeah. You can ne- you guys can never stay out of it. Now a pedicure as my son loves a pedicure. <laughs> so my business partner gets manis and petties all the time. Yeah. I'm like, that's weird. It's relaxing. That's what he says. He's not really there to make his toes look good, but he just likes people rubbing his feet. I'm so busy, look at my toes. <laughs> oh, put those on camera. Oh my god. <laughs> This thing just went from a podcast to a horror show. <laughs> horror show. <laughs> they need to get done before the party. I don't yeah, know they do. <laughs> Otherwise, you're wearing clothes, toes, shoes. See that? That's pretty good from a bro toxer. Yeah. Although I don't tox, bro tox. All right, so <laughs> no sports at Wareham. Wareham High. Which, what do you call Wareham High? Well, my husband says when we moved down, he went down to visit when we were dating. He was, calls it Where Am I? <laughs> Instead of where am I? Where am I? He's you, fresh. He is I fresh. loved it there. He's right. a great, Dan, Dan Daly is a great person. Coaches at, hockey coach at Hanover High. Um, they just want a state title. Um, again. Again. Yeah. I think that was like their third. Yeah. Right, that's what that was about. I thought that was No, I was not flashing like some Hanover <laughs> gang, gang sign. No. That was a Sup, Hanover. Um, so Wareham High, yep. where am I? Mm-hmm. And then you go to college. Nope. No college. Mm-mm. Okay. What, how, what, how? Well, so I, my whole life I wanted to be a hairdresser. <laughs> really? You're tanning. You can do the hair. Typical. And then I decided I didn't want to do that. And why did why did you decide not I to do it? I don't really remember why. And then I moved to Braintree. I had to get out. You had to get All out of my friends went off to college and wasn't anywhere anyone needed to be. Where Wareham wasn't. Not yeah, in school. Yeah, it wasn't. Some, I had a party at my house and somebody stole my stuff out of the speakers off the back of the house. <laughs> that was the end of that. I was like, Dad, I'm moving to Braintree. Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> Coming to Braintree with you. Were they nice speakers? Yeah, you just put them in your like bows. Oh, my God. <laughs> How was, pissed would you be? Uh, he was not happy yet. <laughs> I was like... Did you have you since replaced the speakers? Uh, no, but that's a really good. You know, idea. you should put that on your Christmas list. Yeah, too. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah, so get them some speakers. <laughs> Those are nice. I know, but you now you, nice. you don't even need. So remember when you I digress, but you so you've been in real estate for eighteen years, right? You you go to all these houses and you everybody's got the sound system in the wall. You don't even need that anymore. Oh, I know. I love when people are like, I have a. $40,000 wired sound system like no one cares. Yeah, they're just going to use their Sonos and their mm-hmm. phone, right? It's crazy. You don't even need all that anymore. And I remember when I renovated my house back in 05, that was like a big thing for me. I'm like, I want to make sure there's speakers everywhere. Right. My room above my garage that we finished 
the speakers, speaker wire is still hanging out. Still of the hanging wall out of the wall with no speakers. Yeah, because you don't need them. Very shortly thereafter, it was that was over. You're better off just plastering them up. I'll put a cap on it and, yeah. and be done with it. All right, so you moved to Braintree by yourself? No, I my parents were divorced when I was young. We're all one big happy family, but yeah, yeah. as we all all are. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I moved to Braintree and started waitressing, and finally my dad was like. You need to get a real job. So there was the little nudge. This. Yeah. You can't waitress for the rest of your no. life. So I called my cousin, and who had just started working at Putnam Investments, and I said, can you get me a, what my dad calls a real job? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, sure. That was when they were hiring. Everybody you knew worked at Putnam. Right. Remember? Putnam State Investments. Street. State Street and Putnam Investments. Yeah. They, were, they, yeah. were, they were literally hiring. Everybody. Yeah. If you, if you had a hot beat, you could get a job there. Yeah. But I remember my first... Um, Offer letter, it was like $19,500. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Big money. What year is that? Um, probably like 94. And, you, and they hired you no education, no, no, no post-grad yeah. education, no yeah. college degree, no, no nothing. So I have a cousin, Chuck Hamilton, who lives out in, he's in O'Connell. Uh, have you ever met Chucky? He's my cousin. My cousin, Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear about my cousin Chucky all the time. Yeah, my I cousin Chucky, my cousin. So, Kristen is very good friends with my two sisters and one of my cousins. Yeah. Uh, who I saw on Monday night. She was down. They rented a house down. I know it. I've been dying to get there, but yeah. I had to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you can go there after. You can tell them about, all about the podcast. Yeah. I'm no, she'll be I'm, is she asking to come I'm on? persona non grata down there right <laughs> now. You oh. can ask them about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It yeah. happens. Yeah, those things happen. Family. So anyway, my cousin Chucky, same thing, got hired, I think, by Putnam Investments with no college education and, you know. Off they went. Off they went. Off they went. Uh, so how long did you work at Putnam? A oh, long time. Um, you knew what this podcast was about, right? Well, you knew I, like we were going to ask questions about your life. You really could have given you me like a play-by-play. I wasn't I, sure. We're going to ask you about your life. I okay, know, let I me wanna, think about my life a I little bit. Let me have Well, some you're asking me like years and these things just elude. Close enough. Just right, 20, 20, enough. you know, two, um, six years, five years, four years, three uh, years. Uh, maybe like eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. I think I am like. And then what happens? What were you doing there? No, it must not have been eight. Maybe it was like five. I don't know what I did, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I was working from home. That was when, like, it was not widely accepted by a lot of people. Yeah, how did you swing that? They, it was something they were trying out. I'm not sure. And then, um, what years was that? Stop asking me these questions. Well, what year did you start? Right. Well, five okay, this that. is how I remember. I, I had Donovan home with me, so he was a baby. So he was born in 2000. Uh, okay. And sometimes I'd have to be on a call, and he was supposed to be in daycare, but he'd roll on the floor and like crack his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to hang up the call. <laughs> we were really juggling things. Yeah. Um, so that living was in Braintree like at this time? Yep, living in Braintree. Probably like 01 when I was working from home. And then my boss is this great guy, Larry, and we were good friends. And he called one day and he said, uh, I'm leaving. He wasn't my direct boss. He was my boss's boss. He's like, and just letting you know, as soon as I leave here, your direct boss Wants you in the office. I want you to come in and work. So Larry was the guy to let you work from home. Yeah. And I was home five days. I had Clorox was my like big client. And then um, she, as soon as he was gone, she was like, can you come in and meet? I was like, yep. <laughs> you, if, you, if you're not, if you're watching on radio, the <laughs> eye roll there was incredible. Like, like Olympic if there was a, of an event, an eye-rolling event in the Olympics, she'd be the gold medal winner right there. Yeah. You could hear the eye-roll. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. You could hear it. So I went in and uh, had all these like new rules laid out. And as the meeting didn't go so great. and then Because uh, you were like, I'm not following any of those. <laughs> I was and like, pushed them back across the table. It was ridiculous. And then she walked out of the, we walked out, and I happened to be behind her. And she was commenting on how, bit of a B and I was like Ugh. I went home I said I'm quitting. for those that don't know that means bitch yeah oh, all right I wasn't sure yeah. we can we say can it. but we, right. we, we try to that, <laughs> like I was I wasn't using I was trying to explain to my viewers so that's different oh okay okay yeah 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 and I just went home and I said I can't work there anymore I quit not driving they had moved to Norwood I wasn't driving all the way out to Norwood. yeah 
You weren't driving to the end of your driveway. I was. <laughs> so, exactly. Okay. I'm not getting in my car for that job, so <laughs> I could. Like, just like every other red-blooded American gets up and drives to work. I'm not, I'm doing, not that. doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm going tanning, okay? Yeah. So that was that. And then what happens? And then... So the nudge was that other bee across the table from you. Yeah. Being like, yeah, you got to actually come to work, sister. It's not like I don't like to work. I'm a hard No, you are a worker. I will say that. I will say that. We'll get into that and, yeah. and, and sort of our work interactions, which created, turned into a friendship. But she is a worker. There's no question about that. Yeah. Realtor plus. And then at the t- everybody was like, I used to, if I, instead of going to the grocery store, I could go to the grocery store and then I'd go to every open house in town. Oh, like so you were just like, it. you were just going open houses. Yeah, I always was looking at Walking houses. in realtors like, oh, hi, Kristen. <laughs> Ugh. She's back. She's, she's not a real buyer. She's not a buyer. <laughs> she's just not a buyer. Like, yeah, we had like three people come through, but one is definitely not a buyer. No, she's just the nosy person <laughs> that comes around town. Yep. And then I just, I don't know why. I got my real estate license and then uh, my husband was doing mortgages at the time, actually. Okay. So that was helpful. Got it. Got it. So that's a little nudge you yeah. needed because he was in the business. Yeah, it was a little kickstart. Yeah. And he was on the residential side, like doing regular mortgages. Yep. What everybody was doing mortgages at the yeah. time. Yeah, that was that was probably was that like two thousand six, two thousand. Yeah, used to joke that <laughs> bags of money would roll through the door. Yeah, <laughs> those days. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, everybody was, was doing. My cable guy came to install our cable in our new house and was like, "Do you need a mortgage guy?" I was like, "Do you do mortgages?" He's like, "Yeah." Yeah, that was stated, stated, no doc, eighty twenties, yeah. all the stuff that led to the crash in 08. Yeah, everybody was writing paper back then because. Like I, you didn't need to provide anything. You just walked in. You said, "I make three hundred thousand dollars a year." Uh, you know, yep. uh, here's my here's my uh, income, and um, stated stated, which essentially, you know, they didn't have to provide any information to back that up. Right. As long as the only caveat was the job you described and said you did had to sort of match the yes. salary. Yeah. Right. You couldn't you couldn't say you worked at the Dunkin' Donuts and made four hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. Yeah. So. Um, but that's what you were like part of the downfall. I guess. Yeah. Well, no, you weren't. Your, your husband was. Yeah. Was yeah. You were okay. <laughs> he took down the whole economy. Yeah. Thanks, Danny Daly. Thanks, Dan. You're the best. Uh, so you get into, so do you don't go right for, to success, do you? No. So I went to Coldwell Banker. I figured um, they were like a bigger, they go there for some training. Yeah. Because you really, I mean, you were on your own back then. It wasn't, there's a lot more training and things to do now but back then you were really on your own so I said let me try there and it was the exact opposite of corporate America really that was like this is how people behave literally had a the two agents had a screaming match in the front of the office I was like what the heck is going on around here this is not how we behave I love it yeah I love that kind of stuff yeah me too, me too actually so I love good crazy crazy yeah you gotta have some crazy in your yeah, life I love it um and then as soon as I Hit a certain number, I was off to success and never, just never left. And how, so how long have you been with success? I think like 16 years, I think. Now, so we met, I'll give you the story as I remember it, uh, of, I never, I can never remember. Oh, I speci- remember. You remember like specifically the first time we met? Uh, what was I wearing? That's th- incredible <laughs> if you, if you actually. Uh, no, actually in person. You have a story about the first time we met like over the phone? Well, the first time we met, you were trying to help Mike, who was buying my house. Mike who? O'Neill. Oh, that's right. I forgot about I that. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to kill him, Dan. I do? You want to kill me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? What did I do? You kept sending him back and saying, go ask her this. Go ask her that. Oh, I was doing my job. No, you you weren't, but I'm not even going to get into what you're saying. <laughs> Tell her you should not pay that. Tell her, oh, you gave her your house to list too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were working all the angles. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, buy my house. I'll list your house. Yeah, I, I don't think I was happy about that. No, you weren't. Yeah. And but we but the they were, you, you lived on the same street as my parents for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, we met, the first time I met was at the closing? No, because Marlene came. Marlene was doing closings. Oh, that's then. right. She was doing closings yeah. then. And that, she was sour too. For, for those that don't know, Marlene is my wife. She was what? She was sour there too. Oh, yeah. Well, she didn't want to work. <laughs> Of course she was sour. I sent her to that closing. She didn't want to do it. Yeah. So that's, you know, she holds a grudge. When I remember that. texting Doris being like, is this your sister? <laughs> I know. It's my sister-in-law. 
I know. And Molly's so sweet. I she can't really believe she acted like that. No, she's so cute. She is. She is. Um, tiny thing. So I don't even remember that. You really, we really started working together with the whole Brockton group. Yep. So the Brockton group, which I think I mentioned in the uh, in the opener here, was five guys. Five guys, right? There were five of them. Either four or five. And too many. there was too many, and they were trying to flip a house. And Kristen was working with them as their real estate agent. You weren't a broker back then. No, just I'm still not a broker. Really? I just, I've taken the class, but I just don't feel like taking. But you have an. You have a. Are we going to get you in trouble here? No, it's because it's under Steve. Oh, it's fine. Because you are you sure? Yeah. All right. You want to take a time out and like check or no? You no. good? All right. Um, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. No, you're not. I yeah. just have to go take this stupid test. Really. Take the test. I know. I you could probably teach the class. I know. <laughs> but you can plan a party and come do the podcast, but I'm not taking that test. <laughs> Too much liability. Um, probably right. So the long story long is uh, we met through a group that was trying to flip houses and 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 uh, we figured out pretty quickly that they couldn't do it. Correct. Yeah. And they weren't going to make any money doing it. There was too many of them. But that connection is Matt, who I met at Putnam. Really? Matt Gregory? Mm-hmm. That's how I met those guys. So Matt Gregory was, was, I would say, the main guy behind. Matt and Matt Bissett were the same main guys behind the Brockton group. And the one that you met was through Putnam. I thought you guys were like lifelong friends. Mm-mm. No. Wow. You guys had a lot of like inside jokes and stuff back then. Yeah. So we were I always felt left out when it was like the three uh, of us. I know. Yeah, right. I'd be like this is so beep beep. He was gotta so, beep that out. He, he, I'll I'll never forget. I think he was like, Oh, we're gonna use this attorney uh, and his name's Dan and Jerry and I was like, Absolutely not. Guys <laughs> <laughs> an as an ass. <laughs> So Quickly learned you just need to fight back with Dan and then everything works out great. <laughs> yeah, right. Push back. Push back. A, I am a pushover. Um, but before that, you're in business for how long? A few years, actually. When was that? Oh, 09. 2010, maybe. So I was working at Brown Brothers, I think, at the time. I went back. So after when the market crashed, yeah, Daly's like, oh, you need to get a job. <laughs> so, but that would have been like 08, 09. Yeah. And, and then I opened my law firm in 09. So it's probably like closer to 11. Okay. You must have that, came, you yeah. came back at that point. I was real still estate. doing real estate, but I worked like 4 a.m. to 1. So then that, the rest of my day was like You worked at Brown, Brown, Brown Brothers. Doing what? Um, Like offshore banking. So you worked from 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then you'd pick up from there and do your real estate thing. Yep. Thereafter, yeah, they loved when I was on my computer on MLS. <laughs> I'm sure they they loved that, looking at houses and trying to find, you know, like I'm busy buyers and sellers. Yeah. So, how many over the course of your career, how many real estate transactions have you been involved in? Ballpark. You don't have to have the number. Like, of the, what do you think? I mean, you just you sell a ton of houses. Hundreds. Thousands. Probably, yeah. Probably. How many houses a year do you sell? Ballpark. Between average is like forty. So 40 and you've been at it for 20 years. Yeah. Now it wasn't always 40. No. And, but, but you've had years where it was way higher than 40. I mean, you were cranking. It, not really way higher. It was, I mean, that's a lot of houses. Yeah. Not a lot of people sell that many houses. 40. Did, did you hear that like a little humble brag? <laughs> that's a lot of houses. It's a lot. Not, not a lot of people <laughs> sell that many houses. Yeah, they don't. Kristen not, well, Daly, Success Real Estate. You want to sell your house? Call her. You. I know. <laughs> this was like a day to daily. Every day. <laughs> when so we were working together. That was, that was fun. The flipping that was, I loved, I miss having people to scream at every day. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the story goes, uh, and this is why in my mind, uh, I said realtor plus earlier because we started, I started flipping houses. So we, we had the Brockton group. I had my law practice. The Brockton group fizzled. I was like, okay, I can do this uh, with the help of Kristen because she was bringing in, she always had all these leads, all these leads, all these leads. And she would, you know, most realtors would bring you the deal. They would, you know, get you to the closing table on the purchase side that sort of set you free. And um, then they'd kind of check in periodically and then they'd kind of float back when the thing was wait ready to drop it back and they'll laugh. Yeah, wait, yeah. exactly. Wait for you to drop the sale 
right? Because you're buying it. They're going to get a rip on that. And then they're going to they're gonna call you every once in a while and be like, hey, how's it going? Did you get the... When's it coming back? Yeah, when's it coming back on? When's it coming back on? And then you give them the listing because that's the right thing to do, right? They found you the house. You give them the listing on the back end. That's how they make their money. Kristen was not like that. Uh, Kristen was like day-to-day, by my side, going to pick up, you know, if we needed furniture picked up or if we needed whatever picked up, she would go to Home Depot and be like, I'm going down and I'm going to buy the knobs for the cabinets, right? right? All the tile, everything. Picked it all out. Picked it all out. Because they needed a girl. I mean, you could walk into a, a flip and know that it was a guy who did it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I would agree with that. Want. So, but but you could have easily not done that. Right, but I liked, I liked it. You enjoyed it? Yeah. I love it. So that was the real driving force behind it. Probably part of it. You also knew there was some money there. And I liked yelling at everybody. Yeah. She <laughs> how, was, many, how many of our contractors quit? All of them. <laughs> all of them. That's why we stopped flipping houses, because literally every <laughs> single contractor we ever hired quit. We will call Dan, and he's Dan be like, what What would you say to him? <laughs> I'm like, it, I didn't say anything, except that he's not doing his job. Yeah. I didn't say anything, except that he sucks and his work's terrible. <laughs> except that and he's off the, done right. And he's off the job, and I'm bringing somebody else in. Yeah, he's fired. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, it was He's we w- we went through a lot of them. Yeah, but it, but she worked tirelessly. Uh, were there any other fix and flippers that you were doing that for? Um, a couple. Yeah. Um, more that they they didn't require the same hand holding. <laughs> I feel like that's a shot at me. <laughs> I'm not sure though. Like when I listen back. Maybe it'll be clear that you just took a shot at me that Maybe. I didn't really know what no, I was doing. No, but that, I mean, that's what I was doing every day. Like, you were doing closings every yeah. day. So it was, I mean, it worked out for everybody. It did. And yeah. and she was my, essentially my boots on the ground. Uh, and then I would get a call and ask for money or whatever, whatever. And I'd have to go over and write a check, but we'll make a decision or, you know. And then we teamed up with Steve Littlewood, which is yeah. a whole nother story for another time. Still my buddy. So let's back up, though, because I don't want to monopolize the conversation about our relationship. Who, 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 what's going on with your kids? Where are they? Who, who are they? What are they doing? Oh gosh. Um, well, Tim is my oldest. He's got a job now working at like a, uh, like a job placement. Seems like a lot of kids his age doing that. A recruiting? Yeah. Like a recruiting type job. Mm-hmm. Is he the one that went to, he went to California for a cup of coffee? Or he went somewhere for a cup of coffee, right? <laughs> And then he came home. Yeah. He's, he's uh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> he tried to spread his wings a little bit, though. I like that. Yeah. And now is he back it's in Hanover? Yeah. He's, yes, he's in Hanover. That was not, yeah, he, he left on like a day's notice, right? <laughs> Actually, it was more like, anyone know where Tim is? I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> like, oh, he's in California. Oh, good. Okay. This is great. But um, he found his way back home. Yeah. So he's back here now. How old is he? 27. Okay. And then who's next? Donovan? Donovan. Donovan. He's kid's hilarious. Like your friend's Teddy Kennedy. Oh, he's Teddy Kennedy? Oh, he's Teddy Kennedy. Amazing trait to have, by the way. Yeah. It's just like walk in a room and everybody loves you. Because he'll talk to anybody. So. That's So what's he doing for work? He's in college still. So, well, right now he's, so he's going to be a senior at Westfield. Okay. Criminal justice major. Does he want to be a police officer? Well, he really did for a long time. He even did like Tough the state job. police camp. I know it's really hard. And stressful for the loved ones. Really hard right now, I think. I mean, if I had to guess, Danny and I both think he'll be in a sales job. Really? <laughs> Most likely, yeah. So he is a loving life, staying down in Falmouth and working at Shutter. Because she has a house. That little, she has a house in Falmouth. Yeah. We yeah. bought a house in Falmouth a couple of years ago. Yeah, no big deal. So he sell forty houses a year. Yeah, um, buy houses in Florida. We I mean, in Falmouth. We, we basically bought him a cave house. <laughs> he spends more time there than anybody. I hear you down there a lot. You got a little neighborhood down there. I yeah. get my dirt on you. You got you got Rizzo tough. next to you. Yeah, next yeah. To you. Uh, yeah. So don't. Oh, it's, this year's been tough. I've only been down there. Uh, I got people having parties down there. You're showing up at parties. I get the reports. People have too many parties up here. Too many grad parties. Well, that's awesome. almost over though. I, I hope you're. Your, yours better be better than everybody else's. Oh, it's going to be a rip. Yeah. Donovan, so he's working at Shuckers with 
which is such a cool place in Whittle. The kids love it. This whole place is run by like 20 year olds. Down there just partying. Yeah. Working and. Meeting uh, girls and. No, he only has a girlfriend. Oh, he has a girlfriend. Oh, wow. Sorry, Donovan. I don't want to get you in trouble with all the ladies down (laughs) there. dead. Jeez. So. I know. We just blew his cover though. Now everybody. I mean, all the people that listen to the show now know that Donovan. 50 people. 50 to 60. Jeez. I'm going to go on the 60 side. Yeah, yep. We'll double you know, story. That's right. You got a big following. I do, actually. Yeah, I know. You're going to post it on all your social media. You think you're playing with an empty chair over here? There's a reason why I'm, I call the guest. That, I mean, that is one of my favorite sayings of yours. Oh, really? Playing with an empty chair? Yeah. When I first met your wife, I was like, oh, my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what do you think? I'm playing with an empty chair? <laughs> I remember once I was like, she's so tiny. She's so cute. He's like, she keeps it tight. <laughs> I also love how our first compliments are, oh, she's so tiny. She's yeah. such a peanut. She is. I know. Is that a compliment? I think so. A woman. Somebody said it to me. I'd be thrilled. Instead, Same. my sister-in-law is also Kristen. They call her little Kristen. Oh, so I'm like, man. We call her Chicago Kristen. Right. <laughs> because by inference, you're a big Kristen. Exactly. And you're not big by any stretch oh. of the imagination. I'm not you're little Kristen, that's for sure. But yeah. she runs marathons and stuff. She's earned it. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a grind. Running a marathon yeah. is a grind. I, I wouldn't want to yeah. wish that on my worst enemy. No, I don't even like to drive a marathon. No. 26 miles. It's really far, actually. Yeah. To the Cape. And then Norris. To the Cape. <laughs> Norris. I'm like, unbelievable. To the Cape. To the Cape. To the Cape. Like Cape House down in Falmouth. Well, at Falmouth, yeah. yeah. I had to not be too far away so I can, you know. Get back if you have to get back. Yeah. But you're a master of working at home from your years at uh, Putnam Investments. Yeah. Right? Perfected it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Nora's uh, just graduated. She's What's going to Arizona. Really? How do you feel about that? Um, it's going to be really difficult. Just be a basically empty nester. Yeah. She's like. Far away. Yeah. She's like my single right hand. So when I asked Kristen to be on the podcast, she was in the car. So she calls me. You were driving. And I'm like, just throw the podcast on and take a listen to it. So she listens to it for like 10 minutes, takes a snapshot of Nora, who's in the passenger seat, out cold, passed out, <laughs> sound asleep. She loved it. I'm like, that's incredible. I put her right to sleep. That's how bad this podcast is. <laughs> you could actually hear her when, <laughs> yeah. when I said, put the podcast on, you could hear Nora go, ugh. Yeah. She goes, no. 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 Not listening to that. What does she want to listen to? Like her music or something? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. My kids just put their ear... Po- they're, yeah. not even, like, they're not even in the car with me. Uh, yeah, those things drive me crazy with the, um, the ro- noise canceling. Yeah. I don't use them myself. But uh, Nora, uh, talking to her and the, she's just ignoring me. Finally, I'm like, I have to like whack it out of her ear. Like, and then it falls out of there. And then yeah. the, I know. My, they, all, they all use them. Yeah. They, they can't hear anything. So she, you're having a big party and then she's moving away. Took them, her and a bunch of friends to Aruba. That was supposed to be like their graduation party. So we're not, not having a party. But we had to go to Aruba because we did that for Donovan. And then she's... Do you like Aruba? I love it. It's too windy. That's what I love about it. The wind? Well, it's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's for someone that likes, you know, you're a big tanner. You were a big tanner. <laughs> big uh, luncher and happy hour. Oh, wow. There's a lot of that down there. Big like drinker <laughs> at my Cape house. <laughs> That's what I'm all about, throwing grad parties that I, do I don't invite my friends to until the last minute. How, I don't, okay, I'm going to put it I out there. I literally booked it, like, uh, uh, we were at another grad party, and I might have had a couple too many glasses of wine, and Nora's like, Mom, just, I, you did it for Donovan, you have to. I'm like, fine, whatever. Now, what what day do we have left? What day do we not have a party? She's like, 29th. Oh, like, she great, knew. Fine. She like, knew. She, she played you like a fiddle. Oh, she does. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about being invited two days before the party. I mean, most people are invited seven days, so you're not doing too bad. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm definitely showing up. Yeah, you can come. Chris I'm definitely Therese coming. Will be there. Yeah. I'm definitely coming. I, Marnie might too. Well, she's still on the Cape, but I Yeah. She, I no, mean, she doesn't. She, she doesn't. can't afford the Cape like you. She's in, <laughs> she can only go to Marshall. I know. She's killing it right now. I know. Well, she's in a good market in Duxbury. There's yeah. big, big numbers down there. Yeah. She's a good kid. You don't, uh, you don't get into Duxbury. I mean, we're can't step on our toes. Yeah, you got to stay away. So, um, what's next then for you? After everybody moves out, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? You going to keep the Hanover house? For now. Yeah. 
I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Curl up in a ball and cry. Oh. <laughs> That's just, see, you see, I don't know. all we'll these see. years of you yelling at Nora, you really loved her. And does she know that you feel how, how oh, like that? Yes. Yes. Oh, you've I told her. I don't yell at her. She, I don't yell at her much. She's, I saw this. This is in, in exactly my life. Like, I think Tim spent two summers grounded when he was in high school. Like, two entire summers. <laughs> this one is like... Imagine how bad that would suck. This... Yeah. Can't leave the but house. He had, like, a girlfriend, so she's come over all the time, so it wasn't That's really not really that grounded. Bad, oh. But he couldn't go out. Oh, sorry. You can't go out, but all your friends can come over here. No, just, just the girlfriend. His and girlfriend was grounded. <laughs> yeah. His girlfriend was grounded. <laughs> she was, too. She must have been miserable. I have to go to your house again? <laughs> yeah. Ugh, drink wine with your mother and swim in the pool. Yep. That's just a terrible life. I don't even know if I had a pool then. And then <laughs> Donovan was like, I was a little, you know, stricter with him because he's all over the place. Like, yeah, has a bunch of different group of friends and different groups. So you had to keep your thumb on him a little mm-hmm. bit. And then this one, just like, forget it. I think COVID changed everything. Nobody has any rules. It's like the land of lawlessness and... <laughs> In it's like that everywhere. Yeah, I think yeah. it is right now. So we, so Annabelle, she goes to, she's sixteen. She goes to school in Cambridge, and as a result of that, we inter, we, we introduced her to the train, and now she thinks she's, you know, she can go whenever <laughs> she wants, wherever she wants. She's like, I just take the train. I'm like, well, hold on a second. It's okay when you were taking the train to school or, or home to school. Now you're taking the train to like all over the place, and then the Uber bill. Oh, I'm I'm intimately familiar with. Oh Uber my Bill. God, Uber. Uber, DoorDash. Uber, Uber and DoorDash. You should sponsor Uber and DoorDash. Should sponsor this simply because of how much money I spend yeah. on those two stupid things. Uh, sometimes Chipotle will come to the door, and I'm like, or, or DoorDash. Didn't nobody wanted to ask me if I wanted anything? Okay. <laughs> Ten minutes later, someone else in the same house. <laughs> Had done the same thing, and here comes the second. Come on, like how much did that Chipotle just spend seventy five dollars in fees? Yeah, <laughs> did two trips. You two couldn't talk to each other across the. And then all ask day. me if I want a, a, a taco bowl. Nobody I'm asked. dying for a taco bowl. I, I want a real bowl. Right. Nobody asked me. Not both of them. Because they're upstairs with their headphones in. Yeah, and across the hall, they didn't even ask each other. They uh, on your credit card. This, enough of this. I can't. On your credit yeah. card. Yeah, everything. Their Apple Pay. <laughs> oh, Apple Pay. That's the other thing. So like, look at all these charges done. I mean, these aren't mine. He's like, uh, mom, they're not mine. I'm like, that says Westfield Liquors. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not mine. Yeah. You're the only one that lives in, <laughs> in Westfield. Westfield. Yeah. Wasn't me. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing right. that he's in there using whatever I, is he old enough? He is 21. Now. Okay. So he's using, they don't even care who's on the credit card. No, no. It's Apple Pay. Oh, that's right. You hit your phone. That's right. You use your phone. Yeah. I'm like, take my card off there now. I got to tell you, that's pretty liberating because I do it at the gas station. Mm-hmm. It's pretty liberating. Oh, so does he. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty liberating. I, I like the Apple Pay. So how, how many houses did we flip? I don't know. And, and, and I'll, I, okay. What, that's like, the, she doesn't know anything over there. I know. Was it like 10? It was probably 10 or 12. Yeah. What was the, what, what was the, what was your craziest story? Because I have mine that I think was the craziest issue that we ever dealt with i think we had a few we did um i remember one day they were taking a chimney down in one of the houses and the chimney fell and smashed through the garage yeah that? that was one that was a good one i mean aside from me screaming at everybody well do you remember when we had the house in pembroke it was on the, by, down by the down yes, by the pond the craziest story so we buy this house. I buy this house. Did I buy it out? Just of, selling t- someone this telling someone this story did i buy it out of foreclosure or yeah. did it, i bought it out of foreclosure so I buy this house. It's a little shithole down by the pond. We fixed it up nice. Yeah, it was Turn, a nice house. Yeah, it was a nice, it turned into a nice house with a nice porch and- Big lot. Uh, big lot down by the ponds in Pembroke. You had access. You could go, you know, boat or whatever you want to do down there. And we go to the closing table and oh, we're, get, we're getting ready for the closing title. and title comes back. For those that don't know, title is when you sell a house, when you buy or sell a house, you hire a lawyer and they go to the registry of deeds and they pull title- and what that means is they essentially see what liens are on the properties, what issues there are, are there easements, are there, you know, whatever, whatever there are, right? Are there entitlements, whatever. And, you know, usually it comes back and there's like, you know, it says that the person you're buying the house from is the owner and they have a mortgage with Citizens Bank and maybe they have a second mortgage, right? And, and maybe there's, you know, some undischarged mortgage from a thousand years ago that you got to deal with. But all of that is fixable. 
So I get a call from whoever was handling closing at the time, and, and they say, um, yeah, your house is on two lots. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Awesome. So he's like, yeah, you only the company only foreclosed on one lot. And the house sits. So yeah. I'm like, oh, what's the big deal? He's like, well, the lot line runs through the kitchen. Oh, right. So I'm like, okay, so I own this house, but I only really only own half of the house. And the lawyer's like, yeah, that's exactly right. You only own half the house, and the other half is owned by the prior owner who got foreclosed on. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. what's our fix? And he goes through this whole myriad of fixes. We can go to land court, and we can petition to correct the foreclosure, and it's going to take you know, whatever it's going to take. And I was borrowing money at the time, and... You don't want to hold on. I'm to it. like, I don't want to hold on to this thing for a year. I'm like, so what's the other option? He's like, well, you can go find the prior owners and get them to sign a deed for that other lot. That They actually own the other lot. It wasn't properly foreclosed on. So you and I ran around like crazy people. I was background checking everybody. I'm like, background this checking. might be them. We end up finding them. Yeah. We find them. One, did you get the husband's signature? I got the wife's signature. I remember going to, uh, what's the school uh, right across from Gallo Rink? Cape Cod uh, Regional we High to, School. Or something. Somebody, I thought we went to like Bryantville for somebody else's, like a pizza place. We went to a pizza place yeah. and the guy didn't show up. Yeah. Uh, the guy didn't show up. Then I went to a Dunkin' Donuts in Middlebury, the guy, Middleborough. The guy didn't show up. We found her on a Saturday morning. I drove down there. Her son was taking the SATs. And I met her in the parking lot and had her sign the deed to the do- to, 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 over to me, notarized it. Then we went and somehow found the husband. Yeah, I forgot And that. neither of them asked for money. I know. That's what we're afraid of. We're like, all right, how much is this going to, Yeah. what are we going to need to offer them? Like they could have just held you hostage. They absolutely could have. And I would have written them a check for 20 grand or something. So if you're out there, sorry. <laughs> you didn't play that right. I was gonna say, don't. Sh- don't I know it's too late now. The story. It's too way too late now. Yeah, that went as smooth as it could have gone. That was really yeah. We, bad. That was bad. Yeah, I learned a lot from that one. Yeah, like like check the title. Yeah, <laughs> well, check the foreclosure docs. I, mean, I am a I am a ninja at the registry of deeds because of all of these <laughs> crazy things now. <laughs> but that's that's so again it goes back to being like a realtor plus right. There's not a lot of realtors out there that are gonna that can navigate they might all go to the registry of deeds and try to figure it but there's not a lot that actually have the skill to navigate uh the registry of deeds effectively there's not a lot of realtors that would hold your hand uh going down the line and literally going to uh home depot and buying tile and loading it up into the car and delivering it to the site these are all things that Kristen did uh when we were flipping houses and i was you know i again i was practicing law and i was doing a little bit of everything, but that was the big difference. Yeah. And you just kept finding houses. Yeah, it was easier then. It was easier then. It's hard now. Yeah. Do you have any flippers that you work with now? No. Like, I mean, I think if there's, I have a few that I could call if I found something good, but yeah. it's, and everybody's a little picky. Yeah. Well, and everybody became, you know, everyone thinks they're a flipper. So then there's that, which is how we get here, right? Right. That's how, <laughs> so... So here's, this, this, I don't know if you saw, I mean, she speaks with her eyes. It's, it's very impressive, right? So before crowd lending was crowd lending, we used to borrow money from a couple of different sources, some hard money, some real true private money. Um, but Kristen was the nudge that started me thinking about getting into this business. Now, Chris, my partner then, brought the idea full circle. But Kristen was always talking about hard money, be a hard money lender, be a hard money lender. You should be a hard money lender. You should get into hard money lending. So every time I call her, she's the first thing she says is, Well, I have a different version of this. Oh, really? A little bit. (laughs) So Dan's office was upstairs from, so one day, eventually I go and I own my, open my own office. In In Hanover, Hanover. on Washington Street. Dan... The whole building was being renovated. So yeah. Dan and Paul went upstairs. Paul McRae, who's been a guest yeah. on the show. So we spent literally every day together. All the time. fighting. Yeah. Laugh, make, Does your internet work? Because mine doesn't. Here's my Wi-Fi. Yeah, here's my Wi-Fi password. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think you're on my Wi-Fi. <laughs> you 
the entire time you were there. I probably was. So it was listening to them fight. Like, it was just great. And then that. We had a blast. Yeah. And then the breakup was awful for all of us. But then. Well, we didn't really break up. No, we didn't. No, I was sad. It, it was sad. That's she's talking about when Paul and I broke up. It was a change in my life because that was my. They were. We went through a lot of stuff together. Yeah. We worked together for a really long time. Ten years almost. Yeah, long time. We were like uh, work husband and wife. Yeah, literally. <laughs> my other Dan. Yeah. The uh, other Dan. Sometimes I would text my Dan thinking I was texting him. Like Dan's like, right? My Dan's like, get it together. Um, then. So one day, so we talked a lot. So I'm upstairs one day, and I had just seen something on the internet. So I was like, you know what's gonna? Be? That was like GoFundMe and all that was. I was like, you know what's gonna be the next big thing is crowdsourcing money for like this. Swear to God. True. Swear to God. True. Three weeks later, <laughs> he's like, tells me the story. I was like, you gotta be effing kidding me right now. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? When are we starting? What am I, wh- wh- where's my office? What are we doing? Yeah. He's like, ah, no, I'm going with my buddy Chris tomorrow. And see you later. That's know. not, I so didn't every say Every day that. or every time we talk, yes, I do say, are you calling because my like royalty check's going to be in the mail? <laughs> like, how's my, how's my business plan? Yeah. Hey, my business idea going. <laughs> what, you want, need my wiring instructions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need my wiring instructions for my I, royalty checks? I don't see a check. Mm-hmm. But it was the timing of it was was funny. It was funny. The timing of it was funny. But we did. We we talked every day, and we made we made some money together. Yeah, we had a good run. And Paul was late. Paul left, so it all kind of worked at the kind of all kind of. Yeah, I mean. Oh no, he didn't want to come. I, I don't remember. Crowd lending. So exactly so crowd lending. We started crowd lending in 2015. We didn't make our first loan until like 2016, and then the big breakup, as it's known in the in the uh, community. <laughs> The real estate community. <laughs> and the Nudge podcast. The big breakup. It was. The B- it, was it was widely talked about. Oh, yeah. It was. It was it's ex- a very small world. Yeah, and it's even smaller when you're on the South Shore and you're really, you know, you know, the network is big, but it's the people that you're kind of doing business with is small. And Paul and I didn't agree on how it should end. Um, it was a disaster. And we let each other know. <laughs> like, I think they had a fist fight. <laughs> he... <laughs> I think we covered it, but he like moved out. We wouldn't. We weren't talking. He was like carrying his furniture out. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, remember he kept like the neatest clothes. Oh uh, yeah, nothing could ever be on his desk. Yeah. Anyway, we're still friends now. He was yeah. on the podcast. He yeah. helps out crowd lending. Yeah. Um. So it all worked out. It did. Yeah. Except for you didn't. You're not getting your royalty check. <laughs> Can you believe this crap? <laughs> I came in. I'm like, oh, I love my new office space. Looks great. It's nice in here, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. I love my new office space. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's mine? But it was like it was like two years that it was. Well, we started it, and then I crowd lending and and Nigerian Associates were running parallel, and then I closed Nigerian Associates in 2018. So it's been four years. Yeah. Well, actually, it was 2000. It was to the end of 2017. I did my last closing in like March of 2018. So it's been a while. I was like, am I gonna talk to her? I know. Who do you talk to now? Well, ever since COVID, I just like do spend a lot of time in my office, in my home instead of my office. Although I just had a flood in the office, so it's currently being renovated. Does it get a lot of use? No. Well, you know, I was say I w- always think that it doesn't get a lot of use. Remember, I came to you, I was like, I'm going to open my own yeah. office, and you were like, if I can give you any advice, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of overhead. Yeah. Um. And then when the office flooded like a month ago, I kept getting calls like, uh, have you seen what's going on in the office? I'm like, geez, maybe a lot more people go in here than I thought they did. Oh, so people do yeah. use it. Yeah. Plus, I think you need that visibility. You do. If and they need a space to land. They like, need a space to land. It's, you know, they, you know. So how many, so how many agents do you have working out of that office? 16. Wow. How many are female? A lot. Um, most. A I just one. Do you think that's two. a problem? I have two. I have two. You think that's a problem? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You guys bailed on her. Yeah. I wasn't a, a, a real estate agent. You left me. Um, I do have to say I went to a um, like a Christmas party or something, and for Ryan Morgan had a party at Scalloped Oak. I was like, 
who are all these young guys that are all these real estate agents now? Lots of guys getting in the business. Well, again, I think it goes back to what you said when, when we talked about people writing mortgages, right? There was, there was a stretch where anybody could sell real estate, right? The last three or four years, I mean, it's jumping off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've got a lot of people get, get into the game. Any, yes, so many. And it's right? kind of a disaster. Yeah, I'm sure it is. And, and it's amazing. So I, I would always, I didn't understand the value of a real estate agent uh, until we started really cranking on flipping houses. I mean, I saw it a little bit from the lawyer side, but I, it would always be filtered by the time it got to me. Uh, but the difference between somebody that knows what they're doing yeah. and the, someone that doesn't is like, it's, it's very important. There's this whole trend right now with um, some of the companies, I won't name them, but they have, you know. Compass. You, no, not Compass. You take you take the listing. Redfin. You take the <laughs> listing. You, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to say that. Uh, we'll <laughs> cut that out. Okay. Uh, you take the listing or or you get the buyer, write the contract. After that, it's gone to the transaction coordinator. Then it's gone to this person. Then someone else is doing the smoke inspection. Someone else. So they don't know how to quarterback their whole deal. So right. when something goes south. I mean, I had one agent just tell me when I was trying to get some clarification on what was going on with the financing. And she was like, well, I don't get involved in that. I'm like, how do you not? Right. How do you not get involved in that? So I, but, so. You come from the school, and so do I. Like, if you have a deal, you're like, okay, I'm gonna take care of this deal. Yeah. I'm gonna rub you, the deal. The, I'm gonna make sure. Yeah, but I'm gonna because you know why? Because I want to get paid. Yeah, and I'm not letting some moron that doesn't know what they're doing screw it up. Right. I gotta get paid, so you gotta make sure the mortgage is in place. Anyway, the there's you know real estate agents that don't know what they're doing is, is they're a dangerous person. There's a lot of pieces to it and there's in the difference to your point of a lot of people coming into business and anyone can sell a house. Anyone can Do you see how mad she got yeah. when I said that? Like she's yeah. ready to reach across the table and smack eyeballs? these smack the headphones off my head. She, the, the difference is when I have 14 <laughs> offers on something, the difference is I can see some of the red flags from the from the beginning. Yeah. You know, someone who's not a real estate agent or who's not in it time every day because things were literally changing by the week every yeah. week it was something new they that's where the experience is needed is success using any of the new technology that's coming out as far as you know like no i don't know like what i don't know i feel like you should know i, I thought know. that was like a really good question <laughs> i was like oh here comes a great hard-hitting like uh you know Listen, tom broca no. style question are you using any of the technology to further your so th I feel no, like, like the deposit stuff. Like oh, yeah, we are deposit link. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I love that. Deposit link. Yeah. Jay Rooney. Yeah. Jay Rooney. Deposit link. You are now on the block to sponsor. <laughs> Everybody yeah, needs a nudge. I'll call Jay Rooney. I'll get him on this show. He'd come on in a minute. He, he's a good guy. He is I've a good guy. For a long time. Yeah. He can talk too. Handsome as the day is long. Yeah. Handsome. Yeah. yeah. All the Rooneys. Yeah. There's like 11 of them from yeah. South Boston. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. They're all involved in hockey in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Anyway, Jay Rooney, Deposit Link. That's the next sponsor. Yeah, it's cool. Deposit Link's great, but they um, it, just technology for you know paperwork. Like, thank God, I remember my first real estate transaction. I called the guy. I was all nervous. Like, I have an offer. He's <laughs> like, fax it over. No, he goes, meet me at the Friendlies at exit thirteen. <laughs> I was like, um, what? Yeah. Meet me in the parking the, lot at Friendlies. I was like. Okay. Yeah. Like, who has time for that? Well, sitting getting signatures at nine o'clock at night. Yeah, that goes back to Mr. Rogers trying to get my wife to come down to the place in Nantucket. Yeah, meet me at Friendlies. <laughs> meet me at Friendlies in the pocket lot at eight thirty. Like, right at dusk. This is weird. <laughs> I'll have you sign on the in the back of my van. I wish I could remember who that was. Creepy Joe. Yeah, <laughs> Creepy Joe, the old realtor. Yeah. Yeah, I know so now it's like DocuSign. You, I mean, you get it done. You, I, we couldn't do the level of business that we do. Never mind, even like my agents every Monday, Tuesday, they're like, okay, we're putting an office. And um, you know, there's a lot of that, like yeah. reviewing all their stuff. So thank God everything's online for that. So that's good. But but, it's, but Deposit Link doesn't do that stuff, do they? No, they're just they're just money. They just move the money back yeah. and forth. But you have to, you know, this is a you have to have people. Companies keep trying to come in, like you know, the red fins and trying to make these things automated. And this is, there is always going to be people who are comfortable 
you know, buying and selling real estate themselves. But yeah. it, there's always going to, it's the relationship business. Like if you do your good, do your job well, they're going to understand that. Well, I, they, and there's, there's, so to me, because of the nature of real estate, you know, buying and selling and all the money that goes into it, the, it's so fraught for fraud that when you start automating too much of it, I think you got you got a problem. There's so many attorneys now that won't do wires. Yeah, I got burned on a wire. I got burned on a wire. Um, but that's that just scary. Yeah, that, that's the reality of it. So, so I do think there'll always be. Uh, There's always going to be a need for it. You, know, you need, but if you're out, you need to have someone that knows what the hell they're doing all the way through. Yeah. Start and finish. So many times, my clients like, I don't know how you do your job. Well, oh, they're all hateable. <laughs> they all have hateable faces. You want to punch them all, right? You're like, oh, you suck. You're a loser. None of, none of you know, they not, no one goes to work before 10 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock. They all got to go to the gym, Drake take their dog to the whatever they do with their dog, right? Am I right or am I wrong? I don't know. I never hear from a lawyer before 3 o'clock. Like, and all of a sudden, it's like a disaster. Oh, yeah. And and the, like, and I'm, the like, old, I'm going out. I've been working all day. It's 3 o'clock. It's when I'm having a drink. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all the, the, the lawyer, and, and I know because I was a lawyer. I, I am a lawyer. I was in court all day. Yeah. I was in court all day. And I'm like, mm, no, you weren't. You were on the golf course. Yeah. And now you want. Well, I know I'm not going to throw my, I'm not going to throw my brethren under the bus. Okay. <laughs> well, I know where you were. Every Wednesday. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Giving away all my secrets. <laughs> I don't know now where you are. I don't see you every day. I know. It's sad. It's sad. But now you can come on the podcast. I'll be back next week. Oh. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. Rupia's all gonna, excited over here. She's I'm just happy to have a woman in. She's just happy to have a <laughs> woman. I'm going to be on the Peloton in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I really won't. I don't even use the one of my own hosts. Uh, well, Kristen, thank you for coming in. You did a wonderful job. Even though We didn't do any of the nudges, but. We covered some of them. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go back? No, you, I don't. You had, you had, over. you had oh, the no, nudge. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another, an, another guest that in, to, in, interrupts my, my clothes. Unbelievable. What is it with these people? So rude. They're all <laughs> rude. So rude. All my friends are rude. I'm going to have to, I mean, I don't know. So listen, I'm about to do my, my what are they, what am I sign off? My sign off. I won't interrupt you. Okay, but we did cover the night. I just want to make sure we're, we're we're staying on point with the the task that it's is hard. this podcast. It's hard to stay on task. With listen to me. We talked it. about we have a lot to talk. We about. talked about how you got the brain tree, right? The nudge that was there. That was your father. Someone stole the speakers. You had to get out of the house. <laughs> Then we talked about how you went to Putnam. Then we talked about how you left Putnam. You left Putnam because that bee told you you couldn't work at home. You didn't yeah. want to drive to the end of the driveway. right? We talked about how you got into real estate because you were creeping on all the open houses. So don't tell me I didn't do my job. Okay? Because I did it. I meant we haven't said the word Thank often. you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Kristen Daly, thank you for coming along. Success Real Estate. If you're going to sell a house on the South Shore, call her. If you have any issues, call me because everybody needs a nudge. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>